One thing they have delivered on, though, the Albanese government is a new industrial relations bill, but I'm just not sure how many people have taken the time to realise just what impact that might have, particularly if you're a small to medium business. What worries me is this this idea of collective bargaining, where uh, a joint down the road with, say, 100 employees compared to your business with 30, you might get sucked into an agreement that you can't simply afford. Liberal Senator for Victoria, Shadow Minister for Communications, Sarah Henderson, is on the line. Senator, great to talk to you again. Uh, Steve, great to join you this morning. On this bill, what's the one part of it that most concerns you? Because I know you've examined it very closely. Well, Steve, the multi, multi-employer bargaining provisions mean that uh, one employer, not unionised, uh, happily going about its business under its enterprise bargaining agreement or uh, under award agreements can be hauled in and forced to bargain with other businesses. Now, in the case of, say, the Geelong manufacturing sector, where my office is based, if you've got a small or medium-sized manufacturer forced to bargain with a much bigger manufacturing business, they can be compelled to offer terms and conditions to their employees, which they simply can't afford. And already I've had one local manufacturing business say to me that if we were forced to bargain with the likes of Viva Energy, which uh, offers severance pay of up to two years, we would go broke. We would have to close our doors. So these are extreme IR laws, which will frankly be devastating for our economy. And imagine that if you've got 15 or 16 employees and you want to grow, uh, who would want to grow to more than 20 employees in this country? Because that's the trigger point at which uh, you may be forced to enter into these collective bargaining agreements. There's a sort of grey area between 20 and 50, isn't there? Uh, look, not really. I mean, essentially the, the marker is if you've got more than 20 employees, you're up for grabs. And what's extraordinary, when I asked a range of questions and, and also Senator McCavia Cash uh, in the Senate last week about, well, what sort of businesses would you expect to bargain, you know, in the same geographical area? So, for instance, there's a big timber mill in Colac and, and nearby is a ice cream factory. Would they be compelled to bargain and reduce Ridiculously, the government cannot even say that, even though they're only a couple of kilometres apart and they're both manufacturing different types of goods. So a lot of the uh, determinations will be made by the Fair Work Commission, which means, of course, that unions can move into these businesses and with a majority vote across the sector can uh, cause industrial chaos. And, of course, they now, under under the new provisions, have the ability to lawfully strike. So we are deeply concerned concerned about these laws. The multi-employer bargaining provisions don't come into effect for another six months. So there is still a window of opportunity for every small and medium business and even large businesses to say to the Albanese government, do not proceed with these laws, reverse these laws. Uh, These are going to cause so much uncertainty to, to my business, to workers, Uh, And, of course, if people can't afford to employ their workers, guess what happens? They get sacked. So this is is ridiculous, Steve. I tried to ask uh, Tony Burke about this on the project last Monday night, and he kept deflecting and talking about, oh, well, if you get that situation, you've got the better off overall test. What's the better off overall test? 
Oh, well, look, it's a test that the Fair Work Commission uses in, de- in terms of determining um, enterprise bargaining agreements, but that's got nothing to do with enterprise bargaining. We don't have an issue with the better off overall test. We have an issue with uh, this Albanese Labor government trying to create a war between different businesses in the one geographical region. Uh, and as I say, imagine if you are a, a small business with under 20 employees, what incentive would there be to grow? What incentive would there be to bring more employees into your business? There is absolutely none. Uh, so these are reckless and, and chaotic laws and every single employer group, even the Geelong Manufacturing Council, because of course I'm based in Geelong where there's a very fine um, manufacturing industry, um, every major employer group is saying, do not do this. This is going to take our country backwards. We cannot afford to do this. So Tony Burke, uh, I think, was on the ABC. Uh, he was he used as an example of supporting this legislation a group of Victorian childcare centres receiving pay increases of between twelve and sixteen percent above the industry award through multi-employer bargaining. Well, that's all good and well if if it's in that industry, but this applies to all industry, doesn't it? It does indeed. Any any business with any employees of more than 20 people and the government's own modelling, Steve, shows that small and medium businesses will have to pay between 14000 and 80000 in bargaining costs as a result of these changes. So just to be dragged into a bargaining situation, they are going to be the estimated costs. So this legislation is not about increasing wages. This legislation, because if it was, Steve... Uh, the government would have championed this policy before the election. They kept it a secret. They kept it a secret because it's got nothing to do with high wages. It's all about paying back their union masters, the union bosses. This is the deal after receiving $100 million in donations from the union movement over 15 years. And this is all about increasing the power of the unions, allowing them to enter into non-union workplaces. And as I say, uh, this will weaken our economy. It's a throwback to the 1980s and it will lead to higher cost of living pressures for Australian families because of these additional costs, because of the uncertainty, and because small businesses won't want to employ more people. Simple as that. Has it been rushed? Is it too quick? Uh, Should it have been delayed? Absolutely. Uh, We pleaded with uh, the government to delay the passing of this bill. Uh, So did every other crossbencher except for Senator David Pocock. So it's very disappointing that he did a last-minute deal. Uh, And, of course... Um, manufacturing is not a, a feature of the ACT, where the, the, obviously the territory that he represents. But um, the Jackie Lambie network, um, you know, the UAP, they're all completely dumbfounded that this has been rushed through. And we know why it's been rushed through, because the unions were planning this before the election. In fact, Jim Chalmers, the treasurer, gave an absolute guarantee that multi-employer or collective bargaining was not part of Labor's plan. It's completely untrue. We know it was very much at the heart of Labor's plan. And now we have these dreadful laws passed in this country, which are so regressive. I mean, unlike Bob Hawke, Steve, unlike Paul Keating, even Julia Gillard and Kevin Rudd had the metal to stand up to the unions to keep the balance right, but uh, not this very extreme left and, frankly, quite weak 
Prime Minister in Anthony Albanese. He has rolled over and this is a very dark day for Australian workers and Australian businesses. Why do you think uh, David Pocock folded? Look, I don't know, but it's very disappointing. Uh, everyone was um, given the impression that that he wasn't going to do so. Uh, I don't know if there was any other agreement reached, but it's very disappointing, Steve.